Temple of Geek Toddcast, episode 62, is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash Toddcast. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Enjoy the show. Beaming at you from the depths of the internet. This is the Temple of Geek Toddcast. Your one stop for all things geek. All things geek. You are listening to the Temple of Geek Toddcast, a show designed to analyze pop culture for your entertainment. I am your host, Daniel, and if you're joining us for the first time, welcome! This show is released every week for your enjoyment. You can find this episode and more by heading to templeofgeek.com, iTunes, or Stitcher. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter by using the handle at Temple of Geek. On this week's episode, the geeks and I finally get to discuss the Game of Thrones season finale, and we might also touch a little bit about the show in general, but we really want to talk about the season finale and, you know, what kind of happened this season. So, without further ado, because we got a lot to discuss, let me go ahead and introduce you to this week's panel. Paul and Katie, welcome both. Hey. Game of Thrones, guys. Oh my god. Was it freaking amazing? Uh, It was beyond that? I, I, I was telling Paul, you got to finish the show, and he was just like, I will, as soon as I download it. I was like, here. Take the password. Go watch the show. We got to discuss this. Winter is here. <laughs> Father always said it would come. <laughs> yeah, it was so awesome. All right, so how I just want to kind of just kind of break it down on a couple things. First, I want to talk about the season finale specifically, and then we can kind of go back and talk about the show a little bit, and you know, and just kind of talk about where we might be going. Okay. So. Sure. Let's talk about the opening twenty minutes of the episode. Cersei, Lannister, and basically everybody that she hated. Um, you mean everybody that she freaking killed? <laughs> I was not expecting... I mean, I knew something was going to happen. I knew something big was going to happen to season finale, but I was just not expecting that. It was just A like, wildfire explosion? I mean, it was yeah. amazing. Like, at the very first, I don't know, 15 minutes of the movie, people just started burning up. I'm like, holy crap. What, what were your initial reactions? What were y'all's thoughts when you first saw that happen? I was glad that the Chief Sparrow got got it, basically. But I was also sad that Marjorie was in that as well. I felt bad for her. I don't know. You felt bad for her? I did. I really did. I mean, because, again, you know, she, she, she married um, the Baratheon uh, prince or whatever, and he died because I guess she was trying to. She was always trying to be a queen, so she married the Baratheon. He died. She married Renly, yeah, Renly. Yeah, and then she got married to Joffrey, and then he died, and they got married to the younger uh, uh, Lannister, Tommen. Tommen. Tom. Tommen, yeah. Tom. Tommen. Yeah. Tommen. So even though he didn't die before her, but you know, like I said, I just I just felt bad for her because she never really got to reign as a queen. I really would have liked to see that, but I'm, I'm glad that Chief Sparrow got it, man, because I, I started to hate him. That whole religious fanatic thing was just yeah. ridiculous. The whole High Sparrow. You must atone yourself. You must atone. Katie, what were your thoughts on the on the first twenty minutes? Well, when everybody was like getting ready, and when she was getting dressed, but not actually leaving, um, I was like, something really bad. Is gonna happen. I now did I expect a wildfire explosion to blow up the baler? Yeah. No, did not expect that at all. 
But we knew that she had talked about how in past, like in past episodes about how she'd rather burn her house to the ground than like let something bad happen to her family or to herself. And she didn't burn her house down, but she'd burn down everybody else's house. Yeah, she just did not care. No, she killed like probably half the population of King's Landing. Uh, she yeah. took out a good chunk of the city. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, not only did it did it hit the uh, that 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 temple or whatever, uh, but yeah, it it you, you see the the clips where it just goes beyond that, and I was like, oh my gosh, she killed anybody that was important, pretty much, because everybody that was high ranking, probably within the city, except for her and her son, were there. I mean, there was the the hand of the king was there. Her, her uncle, uncle was there. <laughs> um. The entire Tyrell family, except for the grandmother, yeah. was there. Um, probably anybody else on the small council. And, and what, what about the maester's death? Dude, he deserved that, like, tenfold. That guy was a bastard. I hated him so much. When I saw him, I was like, somebody needs to kill Pycelle. But, but hold on. He was General Veers. How dare you? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm talking about, I'm talking about Maester Pycelle. Like, I was so over him. Yeah, I was and he did fight a little bit, though. Did you see him kick the kid, like, right yeah. in the face? I was yeah. like, oh, that, that was great. Yeah, he, <laughs> it's like, whenever they showed him, it was like he was always getting off off the bed with some woman and stuff. And I was like, damn, you know, this guy has some stamina for his old age. But I knew something was getting ready to happen when they showed the kid whisper. Right. And I was like, oh. And, like, my favorite part, I guess, of this whole first 20 minutes was, like, the music. Right, the music they did a really good job scoring that really be- that that beginning part because it was just it's, it was just like a really ominous song that was playing, and all the little events that they were showing leading up to what happened. It was just I don't know. It was just great atmospheric. Uh, just it was just a great scene. Even with like Lancel Lannister, when he was uh, when that he started chasing that kid, and I was like, yeah, let's chase this shady kid down into this dungeon looking area because that's smart and then yeah. he gets stabbed well he had he, he had a, like you know he was like the longer it takes the worse it's going to be or whatever just this little cocky attitude like he was going to stab this kid <laughs> and then he gets shanked right in the stomach and then he can't even walk anymore and i was like it took how many kids to stab pycelle one little knife to the belly and he's like oh i can't walk anymore <laughs> oh my god that was pretty clever though with the candles in the pool of wildfire that was clever. Yeah, it was it was, it was amazing. I was literally that was there was only a very few times that I can remember actually verbalizing out loud watching a show and it was just like that first thing I'm just like holy, you know, I was just like out loud screaming at the TV going, "Oh my god." Yeah, it was it was epic. The the best part I think was after the building blows up, we see Cersei sitting there sipping her wine and smiling. <laughs> Yeah. She's like, mmm, wine tastes nice. So I, got, I got it back. <laughs> she's like, mmm, who's the queen of King's Landing now, bitches? And she's just drinking her glass of wine. After that scene took place, then we saw a death of another major character. Or I guess he really wasn't major, <laughs> but he, he he was major to the plotline of Cersei. We, oh we, we witnessed Tommen pretend he was Superman. So that's where King's Landing got its name, eh? Yeah. Eh? <laughs> so what were y'all's initial reactions to seeing that happen? 
Well, for me, uh, when they showed him standing at the window and then he left and the camera stayed on the window, I was like, whole, I was freaking out. Because uh, one of two things was going to happen. Either he was going to like throw his crown out the window or he was going to take a flying leap off his parapet. And he took the flying leap off his parapet. <clears throat> I, was, I was talking to Paul about this earlier. I was like, I was hoping we would actually see him running and jumping out the window. I thought that would have been like really cool. But no, we just saw him climb up and jump. He just walks and then falls off. That yeah. was it. He's yeah. like, oh, I can fly. I, I, well, I, I'm not saying that anybody, but I, I, th- I think ever anybody could have got the idea that like once he, because you see it from his vantage point, because obviously the mountain stops him from leaving because mm-hmm. he was supposed to attend the council meeting. And so, like, I guess when he sees that, he's like, oh, my God, my wife was there. Um, now what? Uh... Well, I mean, he also, you know, he was also looking up to the High Sparrows as, like, new mentor and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it that was, was just his like... first mistake. Yeah, I mean, yeah. everything that he believed in, basically, was in that church, and he just watched it go up in flames, and he knew his mom was responsible. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Especially because when the mountain showed up, I was like, damn, she's going to do something at the trial. I was like, she's not going to this trial, please. And even Marjorie knew. She knew. She was like, there's a reason that neither one of them are here. And she tried to get out. She tried so hard. And the High Sparrow was just stupid. I bet he wishes he'd never taken away trial by combat. Yeah. Now, in that scene, they were carving in... They were carving the uh, the seven gods or whatever it was called symbol into yeah, his the, head. Yeah, the bullseye right. symbol. Yeah, yeah, the the yeah, the bullseye symbol. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly from Daredevil, bullseye. Yeah, Honestly, right? It was like Doctor Manhattan almost. It was like <laughs> I need to, I need to, I need to be recognized by a symbol. As oh they gosh. carved that into his head, you know, Marjorie was like, you know, we gotta allow the gods or whatever, you know, do whatever the gods say. But then later she says, "You butchered him," and I think. I don't think that was part of the agreement. And I think before he died, he resented his sister because he was not expecting that to happen because she told him to trust her. Yeah. Did you, did you see the look on his face looking at her when she was like, you need to come with me or whatever? I don't know. It just I, I just I just got the whole vibe that there was going to be some tension there had they survived. <laughs> <laughs> I just I don't think that they expected to die. At all. I don't think they expected to um, for Cersei to go that far. I don't think any one of them actually believed that she would go there. But at that point, they'd taken every option away from her. Because uh, there was no way she was going to go to that trial. That was never going to happen. And all she wanted was trial by combat because she would have put the mountain against whoever it is that they sent and the mountain would have just plowed over them like he did before and they took that option away from her so she's like mm, the mountain fight one person or blow up the whole septon blow up the whole septon <laughs> well let's fast forward all the way to the end of the episode when you see her getting crowned as queen yep um she basically now becomes queen of king's landing again the queen and, of westeros again and we again we, we see <laughs> something um her brother is in the scene at this point watching her coronation and her brother has a look of like dread on his face when he sees the crown being placed upon cersei's head what, mm-hmm. are, what are y'all's thoughts there what do you think he's thinking um paul like like what what have you done to put yourself in that seat again like did you really have to go 
like in, in my head, the way I'm thinking, like that he would be thinking is like, did, I, I know you want revenge for your embarrassing atonement, but did you really have to do it at the at the cost of your son's life for that? Like that that's that's the feeling that I got. Like like a dis, a, a, a feeling of true disgust. Like oh my god, you're 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 on this whole different path now. Like I, I don't know who the hell you are anymore. Katie? Um, I know for sure probably when he walked in and he saw her getting crowned, he's probably first thing he thought was, Where the hell is Tallman? Like, where's my son? Mm-hmm. Why is why is my sister being crowned? And in my mind, all I really saw was like have you ever seen that gif of the guy coming into the apartment holding the pizzas and the whole room is like on fire? <laughs> And everybody's running around. That's exactly like the guy holding the pizzas and the look on his face of, oh, damn, what happened? I was gone for five minutes. <laughs> that is the, what I thought when I saw Jamie. Because I don't think he ever expected her to go there. I think he knew that she was capable of some really horrible things. Because she always talked about that she'd kill everybody before she like let anything happen to her family mm-hmm. because it's obvious that she didn't expect for common to kill himself. I don't think she expected that to happen. Um, but I think Jamie wasn't really sure up until this point that she would go that far to seek revenge and to become the queen of Westeros. Yeah. So. She went, she, she took it to a, a literally a whole nother level. I feel like she is basically the female equivalent of Targaryen. Like, burn them all, burn them all. Well, like the Mad Queen. That was the, which? <laughs> that was what I was I was thinking when Jamie saw that uh, came in and saw that. I think he saw Targaryen getting crowned, basically. Mm-hmm. So he's he's. I think he's. That was the reason why we saw the dread on his face. Is like he's. Uh, my thoughts are is like, damn, I'm gonna have to put this woman down because she's just getting yeah. out of control. I think he saw that he's going to have to kill his sister, which is the last thing that he probably wants to do, but nope, it's nope, going to happen. Nope. Paul disagrees nope. with that, and we're going to get to that later. Wait, what? Paul what? disagrees okay. that he's going to kill his sister, and we'll get to that later. So so that's what's going on in King's Landing in the south. Let's head up to the north a little bit and talk about what's happening over in Winterfell. Hey, Winterfell. Winterfell. We get to see the interaction between John and um, Sansa. Mm-hmm. Prior to that scene, we saw um, John talk to the Red Woman, and um, God, I can't think of her name. His name Davos. Thank you. You're going to be the name person right now because I, I got can't the, keep I got up the with names, names here, man. And um, the Red Lady's name is um, Melandra. Melisandra. Melisandra. I knew it was something like that. It was like melanoma. We're just going to call her melanoma. melanoma. So melanoma, melanoma, and John Snow. Um, they're talking about, you know, how he, when he was a young child that he didn't get to sit with his family during the feast and stuff. And he pointed down to where he used to sit and, you know, they were having this little interaction. Then all of a sudden Davos walks in and throws the freaking stag at her. And he's like, bitch, tell him what you did to that little girl. Right. I was like, oh crap. There's about to be another throwdown. I know when he like, when he walked in there, I was like, we're going to have some words right now. But at first, I was kind of surprised at John's decision because Davos wanted her dead. He was like, she ad- admitted to murdering this little girl that yeah. I considered a daughter that she needs to die. But I think 
at first I was kind of shocked that John told her to leave, but at the same time, he does owe her a debt for for bringing him back to life. So I feel like that was his way of, um, Uh, repaying uh, that debt. Yeah, exactly. Like I, it's a life for a life. Like you say, you brought me back from the dead. I'm letting you live. But if you ever come back, like, this dude was going to kill you, pretty much. Now, do you think Davos yeah. was okay with that? Because he's like, if you ever come back up here, I'll personally kill you. Yeah, yeah. Game of Thrones, Obi Wan will take him out. I think. I think in the end, like, I think Davos understands that because oh. she, she's. I kept calling him Davros for a while, and I was like, no, that's Doctor Who. Um, but I think that he understands why he let her go. But you'll be damn sure that if he ever sees her again, he is going to put a sword through her or burn <clears> her alive, whatever, whatever, which one. Paul, do you think Jon Snow made a good decision? Do you think she's going to be a useful character later in the series? No, I, I don't know if she's going to be useful, but I, I, I agree with Katie. I'm just going to echo that, that, yeah, it was just a, it was a, um, a pardon, you know, to, Hey, thanks for saving me. Now I'm going to repay that by saving you a death. Well, she told uh, him flat out she was ready to die. She's been ready to die, but she thinks that her gods still have use for her. The god of light? Yes. Uh, we'll see, because, I mean, there's conflicting red ladies out there, because there's, like, the one that said that Daenerys Stromborn is the, like, she is the one, like, the prince the prince that was promised because what? she was born from fire or whatever. T- t- time out, time out. So wh- while you're saying that, why is her name all of a sudden Stromborn? Well, it's, it's Daenerys Targaryen of the House Targaryen, but I think her last name is Strongborn. I have no idea. Yeah. The that, name's that, changed so much in her title. On that, that just popped up in there, and I'm like, did I miss something? I was like, how did, did she just marry, or did she just you know, defect from another family and she just, you know, took up another name. You know, I'm like, I'm like, where's the Stromborn coming from? I don't wasn't know. That her, wasn't that her Drago name? Drago. No, she was just Khaleesi. Yeah, Khaleesi with, with the Dothrakis. Yeah, she with has the way too many names. I know she's like unburnt, mother of dragons, There's breaker of chains, and I'm like, mm-hmm, girl, that will fit on the business card. When yeah, she, let me, she, let me, she let me get her social security card, she's going to have way too many hyphens in that name. <laughs> Mother of dragons, mother of pearls. <laughs> mother of ships, mother of everything. Yeah. Well, after they cast off Melanoma, um, yeah. <laughs> we, we see Jon Snow and uh, and his sister Sansa on top of the uh, the bridge there at Winterfell, and they start having this exchange, and they start talking about basically trusting each other and all that. The Rainbow um, Bridge. What are y'all's thoughts on the whole Sansa-John relationship? They love each other. Like family love each other, or are we talking about some weird? No, 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 no. They other... like like family because yeah, it's yeah. taken them what we're. I mean, this was the end of season six, so it's taken them basically five five seasons to get back together. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like that, you know, like oh my god, because what was it? Was it like season three or four where they were like up in like a, like a high tower and, and they, they missed each other. Like Jon Snow was with the wildlings and they were up like in a tower or something. That was, was season five. Uh, that was Bran, not her. I don't oh, think. Oh, okay. He, right. Yeah. It was, um, oh, yeah, like Bran and Rickon were up in the tower that's and right, that's right. Bran knew he was there because he saw him, but they would never have made it up North. If 
they knew they they were there. No, I'm just saying, like you know, it's it's just a like it's it's a it's a love each other like family reunion. It's just taking oh, them yeah. this long to get back together. That yeah, there's no, I don't think I don't see any family quarrel with like. Well, you he know. talks about he talks about how she needs to start trusting him, and they need to start trusting each other and stuff. So you don't think there's going to be any tension later on down the road? Nah, no. other than other than the the, the brother sisterly stuff, but. Well, I mean, it was interesting because he always says he always says that he's not a Stark, but Sansa says she's like, "You've always been a Stark to me. Like you'll always be a Stark to me." Mm-hmm. And he thinks that she needs to be a Lady of Winterfell. That mm-hmm. she needs to become basically the Warden of the North. That's who she's supposed to be because, as far as they know, Bran is dead, and she's also and he's he always thinks of himself as a bastard. So she would be like the rightful heir to Winterfell, but I don't know. I just it bothered me at first that like she lied about uh, Lord Baelish and the Knights of the Vale. Peter Baelish, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. And even she said she's like, you know what? I should have told you. Like you're right. I should have told you about that, that, Peter. Okay, that that on um, that part that made me so mad that she she how do you say that like. She she knowingly I don't I don't know if this is going to sound right. She knowingly had that knowledge that oh I know I've got Peter wrapped around my finger because he wants me so bad that I could probably get the 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 remaining people that we need to fight. Um, uh, uh, what's his name? Ramsey Bolton. Ramsey Ramsey. That I can get the remaining people that we need to fight Ramsey. Yet I just somehow remembered after everybody got slaughtered before the flight or before the fight started, like oh yeah, uh, yeah, Peter Baelish, I can, I can, I, I'm sure I can get them. Well, no, she okay. actually requested their presence in a previous episode. She, she sent, wrote a letter. Yeah, she yeah, no, wrote a letter to him. No, no, no. Yes, yeah, she did. Yes, no, she did. Yes. She, yeah. you see her writing a letter, but you don't know who it's supposed to be to. But I watched. Um, some people like screenshotted it and zoomed in zoomed and read in it. And, yeah, figured like, it out. Like read what some of it said, and it was going to the Knights of the Vale and oh, Peter Baelish. That wasn't the one that um, uh, Brienne took to. Uh, no. No, that was to. Um, or whatever it was. To the Blackfish. Yeah. To get the Blackfish, the House Tully, to fight to fight for him, but uh, the Blackfish refused to leave because he's like, I just fought to get river run back why would i give it up right now and that's why oh, I, I i thought that letter was no. for great wolf lodge okay all right no that was the one that john wrote that letter not not sansa maybe sansa wrote it but i know no, that she sent uh, a raven no no sansa wrote that one because brian yeah. took that letter to rockfish or whatever his yeah. name is blackfish <laughs> whatever <laughs> um but she did send a raven to peter baelish so but the, i think the problem is, is she does. Did she ever get a reply? So did she even know that they were coming? Well, we don't That's know what happened question. behind the scenes. She, she may have sent the radio yeah. back and said, "Hey, girl, we're coming." Yeah, yeah girl, t- you got me. Hey, Ramsey, can you can you hold this off for at least twelve more hours till I get my guy? <laughs> yeah. But well, do you also think that that might have changed the way that the battle went if John knew that they were going to come? Like, do you think he would have rushed in? As quickly as he did. I mean, I know he rushed in because he saw so, Rickon get shot with an arrow through the chest. But. Yeah, I mean, that's the reason why he rushed in. He would have rushed in regardless, watching his brother, you know, being chased by an it, arrow or whatnot. Because someone can't zigzag when they run from yeah, somebody that's shooting that's at them. That's a whole other story. If you can't zigzag, you deserve to die. 
The sad thing about it was he got shot with one arrow, and I'm like, well, maybe they could save him. And then all of a sudden, nope. like, 15 more arrows hit him. I'm like, nope, he's dead. No, he did. Yep. yep, yep. Oliver Queen Oliver Queen came to finish him off. So, speaking of Pinky Finger, um, we, we, <laughs> we see Littlefinger trying to manipulate uh, Sansa out in the woods. He's, he's, he's saying, Sego. He wants dead ass. That's what he wants. <laughs> you remind me of your mother. I loved your mother. But now I kind of like you. Yeah, I love redheads. You know, it's that, it's that red hair, yo. Yeah. So, what I really like is the fact that you you're a noble person and you can get me that chair in King's Landing. So why don't we make this happen? And I'm like, I'm sitting here thinking as he's telling her this this whole story, and I'm like, how is that making her want to marry you or whatever, hook up with you? <laughs> <laughs> when he's talking about how he always saw himself sitting on the Iron Throne. And the person he saw next to him was her. And I'm like, that's only recently, bro, because you always saw Catelyn. You're like, "Mm, this girl sitting next to him. And he's like, oh, she's dead. Well, I'll just move on to her sister. No, I pushed her through the moon door. The daughter. That's where it's at. Yeah. Well, the sister didn't have red hair. That's the new angle. That's true. And she was also really crazy, so she she kind of deserved to get pushed through the moon door. Well, I mean, when you're you're breastfeeding your 12-year-old son... Yeah, she she crazy. She crazy. He was twelve. I thought he was at least sixteen. <laughs> no, she, I think when she died, he was like ten. Oh, still twelve. That's too to, old. That's supposed too to stop at like old. I don't know, a month, yeah. <laughs> two months, <laughs> two months. When you're old enough to hold a cup, you shouldn't be feeding off the booby. Just saying. No, when you're old enough to hold the booby, that should stop. <laughs> <laughs> so, Peter Baelish. He's, he's trying to manipulate Sansa. Um, and one of the last things he tells her, he goes, you know, who do you want the people to follow? Do you want them to follow, you know, me with you by my side or a, your bastard brother, basically? And a dick. so he's trying to he's trying to manipulate her, trying to turn her against uh, her brother, her half brother or cousin or whatever he's going to end up being after the series is over with. Yeah. Um, but it's like. Later in the in the scene, we see Jon Snow basically become the king of the North. The people want him to become the king, and it basically we we see we see uh, Littlefinger not so happy with that, and like something's turning in his head that says, "Hey, I'm gonna we're gonna fuck this up." <laughs> yeah, like when he's sitting in the background with that look on his face. Like even Sansa, when she made eye contact with him, she was like, "Oh crap." Like, you could see either, it was either a worried face that she had going on, or it was that, like, oh, oh, my damn. Well, do you think he is going to cause a rift between the two? Paul says no, because there's that familial instant, you know, that that family feeling between the two, but I, I, I don't trust him. I, I worry about, I worry about if, if Peter finds out about John's true parentage and then he tells Sansa and then the entirety of the North, I'm not really sure how she'll take that. Like, will she still continue to be like, you know what? I grew up with him. He's still my family. Like he's my brother. Like I think of him as my brother. So then it won't matter Mm. or it could completely change how she thinks of him because then he wouldn't be her brother. He'd be her cousin if his parentage ends up being 
what everybody, what they have shown to potentially be what it really, what we've always thought it was. Paul so, um, <clears throat> I don't think there's going to be a rift. I don't. Um, I think she is going to support the Stark name, regardless who's in that seat. So if John eventually said, I don't want it, and Bran com- somehow comes back into the... Ooh, if, if uh, John says, I don't want it, then uh, Stanza says she doesn't want it, and Bran comes back into the picture, and he says, okay, I'm ready. I, I think overall, uh, is going to support whoever wants to be in there, so long as it's a Stark. I don't, I don't see any family feud in, in the future. Any real I, family feud. I hope, I, I hope I, you're right. No, let, I really let me, do. Let, let, me, let me, let me just put it in this perspective. I don't see a family feud like the Lannisters have with oh, those three. I don't, know. Like, I don't see it like that. I see, I see some disagreements because you have to have disagreements in family, but mm-hmm. not to the extreme of the Lannisters. Uh, they crazy. Yeah, they are. They're they crazy. They're very crazy. Um, I do really love um, Lady Mormont, that little girl, the Leona Mormont. Oh, my God. I love her. Yeah, Minnie like, Bart Simpson. Yeah, I love oh her, Oh, my too. God. She's amazing. Like, her her speech, she was like, we... <laughs> she's calling him the king, of, the king in the North, and that it doesn't matter that he's a bastard, that he'll always be a Stark, and... Also, her like her bitch face when they were talking to uh, the initial meeting between Ramsay and John during Battle of the Bastards, like her face in the background. <laughs> That's seriously Minnie Bart Simpson. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know how they got that actress to do that, but she did well. She's amazing. I can't. I hope we get to see more of her, and I hope she doesn't die. No, she will die. No, that's awful. She'll die a Lannister's death. Well, we're, we're going to continue this discussion here in a second, but I want to take a break right here to talk to you about our sponsor, Audible.com. Audible is offering a free audiobook download for you, the listeners of Temple of Geek Podcast, with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Do you like Game of Thrones? Do you want to learn more about the land of Westeros? Do you have 34 hours to kill? Then you should pick up A Game of Thrones, A Song of Fire and Ice, Book 1, on Audible today. You can head over to audibletrial.com forward slash podcast to get that free title now, or you could choose from over 180 other thousand titles today. Support us by heading to audibletrial.com forward slash podcast and get your free 30-day trial started today. Right after the Littlefinger scene, and we kind of just touched base about it a little bit, we see Jon Snow uh, basically become the King of the North. Uh, but prior to that scene, we see a little bit of a tease of what his heritage might be. A, a little bit of a tease. A little. <laughs> yeah, it was just a tiny tease. And, and the funny not... thing, I'm, I have to tell you the story because this is funny. I'm talking to Paul about this earlier today, and he didn't realize that that tease was sh- showing Jon Snow not being the son of Ned Stark. No, <laughs> no, 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 Daniel, the way you said it was like, it's going to make Daenerys and Snow. No, 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 no. Prior to that, you're like, that scene was that? Oh, <laughs> No, oh, no, no, no. Oh. no, dude! I knew, I knew what they were in, uh, they were insinuating, saying that that uh, Snow wasn't a, a snart. <laughs> it wasn't Leonard Snart's son. <laughs> that Snow Snow was not Stark's son. I knew that's what they were saying, but I didn't get the fact that um, that it went down to the Targaryen lineage. I didn't know that. That's you, what I'm saying. Have you never heard of R plus L equals J? Have you never heard that theory? No. That it's 
Rhaegar Targaryen plus Lyanna Stark equals Jon Snow. Like, you've never heard that theory. I don't, I don't think I have. It's so, a theory that's been out for like 20 years. Or forever. Like, and, I think it's been 10, 20 years? Has it been yeah, 20 it's years? Been 20 years. Yeah, that people have thought that they weren't, they were solid that that is for sure what it was. And up until this point, we got teased a little bit with the Tower of Joy scene where they showed um, Ned fighting the Targaryen guards outside of the Tower of Joy. And then they cut away from that. Mm -hmm. And then we just moved on several episodes into the season. And then that in the finale episode, Bran touches the the tree. Mm -hmm. And we finally get to see the conclusion of that scene because it was said that uh, she was kidnapped by the Targaryen and bad things happened to her. But I think what people thought actually happened was that the two that Lyanna and uh, Rhaegar had a, like a secret love affair. Cause she didn't because want to be she married was, to Robert. She didn't want to be married to Robert Baratheon. So they had a secret love affair and she got pregnant and uh, he stashed her in the Tower of Joy to be protected because she was going to give birth to their child um, because he knew that the Baratheons and the Lannisters were coming to wipe sack- out the Targaryens. Yeah, to wipe out the Targaryens. So that's where that's when Ned finds her is that after she had her baby and you see her whisper a bunch of stuff. But from what I've read, she said something along the lines of, uh, promise me you'll protect him if he finds out who he is. Uh, promise me you'll take care of him. And that's when the baby's put in his arms. And you're like, holy, sh-. they just confirmed that that baby that she gave birth to is Jon Snow. Now, she never said who exactly the dad was, but who could you think of that he, he could, he would hurt, like kill him if he knew who he really was. That would be, Robert, and Robert was des- was trying to kill every last Targaryen. All right, All right. So, so, so wait a minute. So let me let me let me ask a question. How does Batman versus Superman fit in all this? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. So, so seriously. So, all right. So that's when Daniel was pointing out that to me. He was like, "No, what they were actually referencing was that Snow is actually a Targaryen." Okay. Again. <laughs> Again, I I knew that's what they were saying was like that that I keep wanting to say snart <laughs> that 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 um snow was not a stark <laughs> from He's not the, from that Ned scene. Stark. Yeah. He's not yeah, Ned from, Stark's child. That scene. I knew that's what that meant, but I guess I just didn't I didn't keep up with the the whole um in between the line stuff uh you know they did the, the whole background and all that. Okay, so RL Stein plus J equals what? It's R plus L oh. equals J. That's the theory. It's been all but confirmed at this point. But then again, you can't really trust anything that happens in Game of Thrones because they could throw a wrench in that. Yeah, this, true. This, that in the be, first uh, episode, it could be uh, what's his face that's been missing since like season four. <laughs> Gendry. <laughs> or 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 King Robert's bastard son. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Gendry. Gendry? Yeah. <laughs> He's still rowing to wherever to Flea Bottom. That He's still could, that, rowing there. That could have been the baby. Maybe. 
But it was cool that they did that, like, whole zoom in on the baby's face and then fade into oh, to, to adult Jon Snow. Yeah, yeah. That, that was actually that was actually a cool transition, yeah. Yeah. So we, we found out Jon Snow's basically his lineage. Now we know who his parents are. You know, yeah. they've, they haven't came out and said who the father is, but we can are 99% sure that it is Mr. Targaryen himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that makes him the nephew of Daenerys... Mother of Dragons, Mother of Pearls, yeah. Hyphen, Stormbringer, Hyphen, Fire Breather. <laughs> mother of Pearls, Mother's Wax, yeah. Everything Mother in uh, innuendo, yes. <laughs> so She's the Khaleesi. What, what type of implications do you think this is going to have now that he's the King of the North? There's no shine like Mother's. Is this going to change anything? Katie. Um... Well, she thinks that she's the rightful heir, owner, sitter of the yeah. Iron Throne and I ruler agree. of Westeros. I agree. And I agree with that. But I don't know how much of a problem it will cause if they find out that she's not the only Targaryen alive. If Jon Snow for sure is half Targaryen. So it just comes down to like who... Who has more right to the Iron Throne between the two of them? Or they could rule together. That could also be a thing. So. That's the thing. I don't think Snow wants to rule all of Westeros. He just wants to... He, well, what he wanted. He wanted to get Winterfell back. And he wanted to be, just like you said, he just wanted to be... Uh, not Warden, but he just wanted to be King of the North. That's it. I don't even think he wanted to be King of the North. Like, he didn't I, I, I want that either. Well, that, that may be true, but like I said, I just think, personally, I don't think he wants the whole thing. I yeah. think I think he is willing to, if someone wants to step up, like, you know, besides the Lannisters, I think if someone was willing to step up and say, hey, this, and he thinks they're worthy, he's more than willing to back them up. All I think John wants right now is to defeat the White Walkers. I think that's the only thing he's really concerned about. He's more concerned about what's happening in the North and what's coming. Since winter has finally arrived, yes, um, he's more worried about the White Walkers and the Army of the Dead than he is of what's happening in the South. Let well, Daenerys deal with that while he deals with the White Walkers. Well, let's talk about Winterfell for a second. Mm-hmm. What do you think of Ramsay's death? Was that appropriate, Daniel? Yes. Elaborate, Daniel. Fantastic. <laughs> No, Ramsey's death was very fitting. I'm glad Sansa was the one that got to finally put the end to him. Are you glad that they killed Ramsey finally, or would you rather have him like stretch it out, like you know, in not not the whole season, but into the next season? Dude, I was ready for him to go, like when they first introduced him. When they when they castrated uh, 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 Lovejoy, yeah. Lovejoy, yeah. Reverend Love, Greyjoy, Reverend? Greyjoy. Oh, okay, Greyjoy, Theon. Yeah. Lovejoy, Greyjoy. Greyjoy, whatever. Yeah, they, they took away you know Theon's only pleasure pleasure stick, so. It took away his favorite toy. And made him eat it, right? No, he sent it to his father. Whoa, let's not get crazy. <laughs> they sent it to his father this, in a box. He's talking about the scene where Ramsey had the hot dog and he kept... Uh-huh. Uh, he goes, no, he was like, I'm not. He's like, I'm not a monster. And I'm like, yeah, you are, you bastard. We just didn't know how much of a monster Ramsey, Ramsey Snow really was. So we have another Stark that's finally made her way back to Westeros. In, that was the best scene ever. In, in the shape of a little tiny faceless assassin named Arya. 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 Arya Stark of Winterfell. 
A girl has no name. Oh yeah, she does. So she uh, she avenged her brother and mother by slicing the throat of Walder Frey. But before she did that, she off scene. We didn't get to see it, but we saw her, or we heard that she chopped up Walder Frey's kids, his two sons, and baked them in a pie. She actually had time to bake them in a pie <laughs> and feed it to Walder Frey. It takes pot pie to a new level. <laughs> what are y'all's thoughts on how that all played out? For me, watching Walder Frey die was the greatest thing ever. And the fact that it was Arya, like when he kept saying, like, where's my sons? And she said, they're here, they're here, my lord. And he's like, oh, you're not one of my girls. And I was like, oh, Oh, this is interesting. And then when she grabbed his face and like pulled her face off, I was like, holy shit. Yeah, I, I did not see that coming at all. Uh, but however, you know, like what stuff like in movies and, and, and TV or whatever, but in, 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 in film, whenever they focus on something that's just so abstract, you already know that they're foreshadowing something. So I was wondering what they were going to lead into that because like when, when, when the girl, the original or the, the phony face, or I guess you could say, when that person puts down the plate and they just focus on the bread, you know, or the, you know, whatever they were, you know, slices. It was like a pie. It was like a yeah. shepherd's pie or something. Meat pie. Something. Meat yeah. pie. <laughs> Finger pie. Um, yeah. So like when they, when they, when, when they foreshadow on that, I'm like, okay, it's probably like poison or something. And then, yeah, when they start going into that dialogue, oh, they're here. They're here. They're in the pie. And then she takes off the mask, and I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, that was so poetic. Yeah. Another poetic justice. The last face she wanted him to see before he died was a Stark. That's right. Now, do you think she is going down a path that she can't return from? No. No. She's I fine. Mean, I found it really interesting that the whole time, um, Jock and Nahar, like the yeah, whole the time many, that. Many Face God. He wasn't yeah. the Many Face God. He was the representative just, of the Many Face God. He was, a, yeah. he was a servant. The whole time that he was trying to get her to admit that she was no one. And then at the very end, after she killed that girl and cut her face off and put it on the wall, um, he asked her, he goes, the girl has finally become no one. And she goes, no. The girl is Arya Stark of Winterfell. Like he, I think his whole point this whole time was to get her to admit who she really was. No, I think what that is is that that that, that whole thing, you know, like you know, the, the the girl is no one, all that stuff. That's actually, I think that's a that's a, a reference to the Odyssey. I don't know if you guys ever remember that, um, but there's a part in there when Ho- is it Homer um, Simpson? You know, <laughs> yeah. More Simpson references. Uh, no, there's a part in there when um, um, I think it is Homer. He gets he gets kidnapped by the, uh, a Cyclops, and in the middle of the night, he stabs the Cyclops in the eye and tells the Cyclops his name is Nobody. So then, when the Cyclops starts getting asked, like, "Well, who did this to you?" It was Nobody. Nobody did it. Nobody did it. So I think it was more of a reference to that. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you need to you need to you need to make yourself. No, you need to make yourself known as no one, so that when somebody asks who did this, who did this, it was no one. That no did one. It. Yeah, uh, I think I think that's I think that's what that was referencing to. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah, you need. But to- I mean, he looked so happy when she finally admitted, like when she finally said who she really was, like Arya Stark of Winterfell. Yeah. Um. 
I'm hoping that there will be a reunion at Winterfell of Arya, Sansa, and Jon. Even Bran. Like, I'm just hoping that the family gets back together. Bran needs to die. He killed Horror. <sighs> don't Hodor. even get started. This is all his fault. Nah, I don't. I don't think Hodor is dead. Dead. I know they. We didn't see him die, so I, there I know, is just, a possibility. Just, yeah, you just White see. Walker. You just see the doors break down. That's it. We're gonna see Hodor the, the White Walker. And that scene, I know, I know we're talking. I know, I know we're talking about the very finale here, uh, or the la- at least the last two episodes. But that scene in that episode was so fantastic. I mean, I've already expressed sidebar, you know, my my fascination with time travel. But just the whole thing and why his speech improvement is why he always says Hodor, Hodor, Hodor is. And the way they transition into that, hold the door, hold the door, hold the door, hold the door, hold the door. And I was like, oh my god, that was brilliant. Brilliant. That brilliant. his whole life was leading up to that, that moment. That moment. Unbelie- unbelievably brilliant is all yeah. I can say. I did not expect it to be that way. Like I thought it was some I like I read some theories on what it could have been. And they sound just as plausible, but I don't think that hold the door ever. Yeah. Like, we never even thought that that would have been a thing. But I actually, I liked the way they did that. That they gave us, (laughs) he got kind of like a hero's ending if he's dead. Yeah, let me, let me agree with you. Hodor. 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 (laughs) So finally we come to, finally we come to Daenerys and Tyrion. Um, Daenerys in a scene basically just cut ties with her her lover. She said, Her Dario Naharis. She said, Look, bro, I got to go to King's Landing and I don't need no baggage, so we're going to have to cut this loose. It was, it, it was fun while it was lasted. You know, you were great, but it's not you, it's me. <laughs> Gotta go. What, well, what, her what one your... true love is called Drogo, so. I don't think, I don't even think that is true. You think that's I think it's her Jorah Mormont? No, I think, I think it's Tyrion Lannister. Uh, yeah, I was just gonna say, I think I Tyrion? think it's Tyrion. I think it's Tyrion. No, it's actually uh, no, it's actually gonna be Jon Snow. I, I think so too. Jon Snow, her nephew. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Actually, it's gonna be Yara Greyjoy. That's who it's gonna be. Oh my gosh! Can you imagine? <laughs> so I'm she, sorry. She cuts ties with with. Uh, Dario Naharis with, with, with her homie, and after that we we see her meet up with uh, Tyrion, and basically we find out Tyrion actually was in fact the one that told her you need to break up with this dude, um, and you see that she's starting to come to respect Tyrion finally, uh, and we finally we, we get to see some cool interaction between the two, um, kind of humanizing both of them, making them seem like they actually care for one another, yeah, uh, and she promotes him to hand of the queen. To me, that was, besides the Jon Snow part, that was like one of my other favorite scenes of the show was because I finally got to see Tyrion get something that he truly felt he, not deserved, but that he finally earned something for himself and that, you know, he, he he's told her that he didn't believe in anything, but he believed in her. I mean, I just mm-hmm. I just thought that was a really cool scene. What, what were y'all's thoughts going on when, when that scene was happening? Did, you, did y'all think that was a cool scene or did y'all just kind of like, why Tyrion? I always thought that he was the best hand of the king ever. Like when he was, when he took over for his father while his dad was far, uh, fighting the, the Starks, 
uh, when he was Hand of the King for Joffrey. I thought that that is who he's supposed to be, that he is supposed to be the Hand of the King or the Hand of the Queen. So when she made him Hand of the Queen, I thought that was like the greatest thing ever. Like he doesn't want to be, he doesn't want to sit on the Iron Throne. He wants to be the person that they come to for advice because without Tyrion, Battle of the Blackwater would have gone a completely different way. Oh yeah, definitely. For sure. Paul, thoughts? I like Tyrion, and while we're on this subject, that's why I, I think Tyrion is such a, a a vital asset to being the hen of the uh, queen in this case. Um, one based off experience because you know he did it for you know when he was down in in King's Landing, and two, I mean the guy knows what he the guy knows how to be the hand seriously, and I think uh, this and this is what Daniel was saying earlier, Katie, is that I think ultimately Tyrion is going to be the one that kills Cersei when because now they're going on the Armada to King's Landing to I didn't say to, that. I'm no, saying no, no. Jamie. No, 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 no. When you were saying like, uh, you know, I, I disagree with uh, uh, that outcome, but yeah, I because let's let's just put into you know timeline. Daenerys is now with her armada headed for King's Landing to battle. Um, so with that, um, uh, like I said, I, I I think just because of how Cersei hates Tyrion so much. And she's going to look at it as a betrayal. One, because he's serving another um, monarch. And two, like I said, out of jealousy because she she loves Jamie so much and Jamie actually defends Tyrion a lot that I, I think Tyrion is just going to see what has become of King's Landing and he's just going to kill her. Just like he did the old man. What, she's going to be sitting on a toilet and he's going to put two arrows in her? Yep, exactly. <laughs> You know, I think I agree with you there because Thank you. No, I do because Thank I you. think that because I think that when they land at when they land at King's Landing, um Cersei is going to see it as a betrayal for sure, be, uh-huh. and she still blames him for killing for killing her son because oh, she doesn't yeah, know the she, difference. She, yeah, she thinks she doesn't that, know. Yeah. She thinks that Tyrion killed Joffrey when he didn't. It was um it was um, Grandma Tyrell mm-hmm. and Peter Baelish. Um, and she, I'm pretty sure she blames him for everything. Like, she blamed him for killing her mother when exactly. that... Exactly. Yeah, like, because... It's not his yeah. fault. Like, he also killed her father. And so, I think there's going to be a big showdown. And Tyrion's going like, to kill her. Tyrion... I think Tyrion needs to be the one that kills Cersei. Come on, guys. I call this all the time on these shows. Come on. You know what? I think that would be the best thing ever, like the the sweetest revenge possible, because everything bad that's happened in Tyrion's life is because of Cersei. Yep. And vice versa for her. Like, she believes that every bad thing in her life has happened because of Tyrion. Let's see? Well, what did y'all think of the final shot with the fleet, the armada, heading towards King's Landing? Awesome scene. Um, Varys can fly. Did you know? <laughs> Like Actually, when Varys was in Dorne, and then he was back on the 
on the boat with the armada. I know what happened. Like somebody explained it that the timelines are different. Well, not just that. Dorne well, is think... actually on the way to King's Landing, so I think they probably stopped and picked up the rest of the fleet and continued oh. on. Yeah, no, they said that, but it, <laughs> but it was really funny because it goes from being in the scene with which was super interesting that the Martells that not the Martells because I think all the Martells are dead except for the woman with her girls, like her. Uh, as like the queen of Dorne or whatever, she's meeting with Olena Tyrell, and then Varys shows up. I'm like, basically, it's every single, almost everybody against the Lannisters. That's oh, what it's become. That was something else, Katie, that I wanted to mention. If you notice this, um, did you notice how the very the finale, uh, how they were setting up all the women to be like in positions of power? Did you notice? Oh, yeah. That? Yeah, yeah so Cersei's got the the throne again. Sansa's kind of you know they're they're putting her like in the spotlight of well, is she going to be the warden? Is she going to be queen of the North or whatever? Um, how uh, Daenerys is finally leaving, going to King's Landing. How what you were saying, uh, talking to um, oh, what's her face, the grandmother? We were just talking about her, Alina Tyrell. Yeah, that she's talking to those those women that killed that guy. But yeah, they were just basically putting all the women that have been not really supporting, but just all the women that were like taking a backseat that they were just finally they're, they're putting all the women uh, like chess pieces. They're 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 putting in to make the final move. I, I, I thought that was very interesting. Yeah, I like I like that they've given because <laughs> they've kind of done two sides with their female characters like they've done because they focused a lot on like brothels and whorehouses and things like that. But at the same time, they put so many women in positions of power, mm-hmm. which is amazing, which I really love a lot. Um, so I'm excited to see this like big showdown at the end, because I think it's going to be Daenerys versus Cersei, and we're going to see some serious crap. <clears throat> yeah, it is. I agree. Do you two have any final thoughts before we close out this episode? They just need to finish it at season seven. Um, well, they're doing, they only have, the number keeps changing because I thought it was going to be 13 the more episodes. So seven next season and then six for the final season. But then I heard 15 and then I've heard 17. I think so, we'll find out more at Comic-Con. Yeah, I think so too. Because they already, and I didn't see who's coming to the Comic- Comic-Con panel, but. Hodor is going to be there. Hodor! <laughs> But I think that I thought that this season was probably one of the best seasons, and I thought except, that what except for uh, what? Oh, I was just gonna say so, instead of saying Hodor, now he's gonna be saying Screen Door. Screen Door. <laughs> screen Door. <laughs> I thought I thought that this season's this season was one of the best seasons. I like that. The other thing that I like was seeing that that Theon has finally started to kind of. Imp- Embrace the person that he is now and he's accepted that like he's thrown everything behind Yara that he thinks that she should be the true queen of the Iron Islands. Except that he has so, no he, except that he has no pee pee anymore. I know. Oh, poor guy. And you know I always thought that like some of the torture he totally deserved because he was kind of a jerk and he did a lot of really bad things but at the same time like all the stuff that Ramsey did to him he totally like he broke him. Like, I didn't think there was ever going to be a point where he came back to being any, like, finding any sense of who he was before he became Reek. 
But I'm kind of glad because I like, I really <laughs> I like Yara. Name. I forgot about that. Your name is Reek. Reek. <laughs> yeah. I liked the interaction between Yara and Daenerys. Like, I really enjoyed that as well. So I'm glad that the, that the Greyjoys, like, at least half the Greyjoys have sided with Daenerys. Daniel. That's all I have. Daniel, what about your final thoughts? My final thoughts are it's a great season. Can't wait for season, season two. Good. Yeah. And with that, that's going to wrap up this episode of the Temple of Geek Podcast. I want to thank my panel for joining me on this week's discussion. Stay tuned to our next episode where we're going to talk about more Game of Thrones. So be on the lookout for that. All the notes from this week's episode will be posted on our site, templeofgeek.com. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to email me at info at templeofgeek.com. Please head over to iTunes and Stitcher and rate our show. Until next time. Noble Lord, you are in the presence of Daenerys Stormborn of House Targaryen, Queen of the Andals and the First Men, Khaleesi of the Great Grass Sea, Breaker of Chains and Mother of Dragons. She's going to have way too many hyphens in that name. Please follow us on Twitter at Temple of Geek. Follow us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Temple of Geek. And remember to visit the TempleofGeek.com. Your one stop for all things geek. Goodbye. This will conclude our transmission.